Hang on, now I got myself. Thank you for downloading the Lockie and Isaac podcast. If you've downloaded this, you're officially a fan, and you can't take that back. Oh, you're a fan. We've counted it. Joining us for 3D Radio with Lockie and Isaac. I hope you're seeing the world in 3D, because if you're not, it's probably a simulation. <laughs> you should go see someone, because that is how you meant to see it in or 3D. So a lot been of people say, we're in a simulation right now. You can never know. That's the beauty of 3D, oh. mate. That's the beauty of a bit of blue and a bit of red cellophane. You'll never know. Lucky, Luckily, we're here to explore. And we're going to help you out. Uh, today, Lachlan, as we're helping everyone explore, we have a very three-dimensional show. We have our final round of our politician edition version of The Voice that we didn't get through last week. So that is, I mean, Canberra again. And then we might have a follow-up segment where they all perform. We'll see if we can make that happen. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's a beautiful team here at CNAT that helps us organise things like that, I'm sure. Politician. Hey, you're our, my cousin, your sister. Yes, correct. She's in the house. She actually is in the Parliament House. Do they call it the big house? Uh, or is that just jails? I think within the people who work there, they would call it the big <laughs> the house. Big and house. they'd have lots of jail sort of yargon as a bit of a laugh for them. And also, we have uh, a couple of excellent uh, casual stories you can throw into a few party conversations you'll be having this weekend. But coming up next, Lachlan, obviously the royal wedding happened some two days ago. Mm-hmm. I'm I sorry, didn't watch it. make that six days ago. So my candy Wait. was a great <laughs> um, But we have an exclusive interview with a celebrity who was in attendance of the royal wedding. That's up next. You're on 3D Radio with Lockie and Isaac. Sin 90.7, Lachlan. If anyone's going to put their uh, 3D glasses on, now would be the time. Get the red, get the blue cellophane over your eyeballs right now. Because if you don't already have them on. If you had them on before now, your eyes would be very sore and the world would be a blurry, blurry place. Uh, but now it's, it's perfect. So congratulations on uh, making it through that t- difficult stage. And if you're in IMAX... Turn the radio off. You forked out the cash. Watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Or listen to us, actually. Just leave the IMAX. We're not going to reimburse you. But Absolutely not. Just get out of it. Um, Locks, the Royal Wedding that happened uh, last weekend was a beautiful occasion. I unfortunately didn't watch it. I was with you. We went to the football. But proverbially, if you saw it on Facebook, mm. from I'm sure there were a lot of videos shared, oh. which that is where I got most of my information. Yeah. And best part about it, it's sort of like the highlights package. The really skimmed so, through any of the... It's perfect for us. I mean, I'm sure the priest said some beautiful things. From what I've gathered, he said a lot of beautiful things for a, a lengthy amount of time. Rambunctious. What word is that? Very nice. Say that again. Rambunctious. And what's the, the definition? Just a bit, jo- a bit crazy, a bit jovial, a bit of a, a happy... Crazy. Gesticulative, you would say. Maybe as well. Test? Gesticulative. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Let's run with that. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was doing a bit of reading, actually, before we came in here. How big do you think uh, Megan's headgown? What's the headgown called? <laughs> veil. Uh, veil. veil. Yeah. How long? How long do you think it was? Two metres. 15 feet. What? Which what's is that in metres? Four metres, I think, I'd say. I've literally no idea. No way. Six feet and two metres, nearly. Yeah. I don't 15 think, is about four metres. I think people are tuning in to... <laughs> Listen to the metric us, system. Yeah, the metric versus the old English style. Is that what it's called? Possibly, mate. Um, anyway, Megan's tiara was something old. Guess who yeah, she bought it from? Diana. Queen Mary. Mm, yeah. That is would, Elizabeth. That was my second guess. Elizabeth II's Queen mum. Mary. She deliberately wore subtle makeup. I also read a whole article about that, which 
you know what? We'll talk about it in the ad breaks because I know you love the, v- the various types of foundations you can get at the, mm-hmm. cheaply at the various discount stores. But mm. before I go any further, Lachlan, there was a lot of celebs there. And I have got something for you that you will absolutely adore, mate. Amal Clooney's. Nope, not... not. And her husband. <laughs> and her husband as the pair. They're coming in. They're both fantastic people. Think of your favourite pop star of the last 10 years. Uh, I'm going to go with... Dude, this is... For listeners at home, this Anastasia. is how organic we are. It's not Anastasia. <laughs> she, Was she there? I mean, absolutely oh, that not. would get me excited. That would be fa- I mean, they love the World Cup's coming around. Surely Anastasia's head's popping up again, sing, singing songs about football. <laughs> that was uh, Shakira. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> the South African World Cup. Not Anastasia. Anyway, that's 50-50. One name, that's like Madonna. The one name names, you can get it mixed this up. Was it actually not Anastasia? No, Which wasn't. one's Anastasia? What does she sing? Um... Lots of great hits, I'm sure. Anyway, Lachlan, more importantly, we have a celebrity interview. Without further ado, I called them earlier today. This is our celebrity interview with someone who was at the Royal Wedding. All right, yeah, on the line we have James Blunt. James, can you hear me, James? Isaac, Isaac, is that you, Isaac? Oh, it's lovely to hear your voice. 3D Radio, how's how's the new show going? Sounds hilarious. Yep, no, thanks, James. James, you're at the Royal Wedding. Isaac, yes, I am indeed here at the wedding of Meghan and Harry here at the St George's Chapel. You know, friends and family have gathered along with the uh, the millions of people around the world to watch these beautiful uh, lovers come together in holy matrimony. It really warms my bonfire heart. <laughs> uh, yep, okay. Um, well, who else is there, James? I've seen a lot of celebrities. Yes, no, well, uh, well, Meghan is here and Harry is here. Obviously, they're getting married. Uh, Edris Elba, David Beckham, George Clooney. I saw the three of them having a bit of a power, a bit of a conversation before. They're actually three. They're three very smart men. You'd almost say they're three wise men. They've got a Sammy by the sea. Okay, let's let's just move on from your songs. Um, how was how was the ceremony? Ah, uh, Isaac, it it was beautiful. It's true. Falsetto. All right, James. No more of your songs. Um, Meg's dress. Tell me about Meg's dress. The pictures I've seen, she looked beautiful. Ah, oh, Isaac, you know, when the ceremony started, she caught, she caught my eye as, as she walked on by. I, I could see her from her face that she was... No, 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 James, that's, that's enough, mate. 3 to 4 p.m. 3 to radio, we won't have that. Actually, not a lot of people know this, Isaac, but Megan and I, we, well, we used to date romantically. And when I saw her, all I could think was, Goodbye, my love. No, James. No, James. Goodbye, my friend. All right, this is enough. No, James. No, no, wait. No, mate. Isaac, please. No, no. Hang out. Buy my album. Back to bed, please. Put Lockie on. I haven't even spoken to Lockie. How's Lockie? I imagine if you guys were at a royal wedding party on the weekend, a lot of your mothers would have been. Would I think that may, yeah, would have definitely played after the celebrations. About 11.30. 11 to 11.30, I think. Maybe even the first song afterwards. Straight up. I, Let's th- get I feel excited. like I've heard that when I was younger at my, my auntie's weddings. It's a mood setter. And it's, it a, is. it's a great mood setter. It um, just gets everyone on even, the dance floor. Even better listening to it in 3D, would you not say, Lachlan? Mm-hmm. I love coming into this room and just seeing things. I can, It feels like I could touch them looking around. And it's amazing, mate. I can't believe I live life in 4D. Is it 4D? Whatever D it is, it's not 3D and it sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I love Shania Twain, though. She's great. Mm. Um, Lachlan, speaking of musical careers, we are on the verge of launching uh, a beautiful one for four unknown <laughs> elderly politicians. They're, um, they're known, but they may soon be out of the job. 
Yeah, because it's a, it's a really doggy dog world out there. And in- I haven't looked at the stats, but it'd be similar to that of an NFL player. Correct. Great reference. Very niche. They average. They average three, maybe one and a half years in the system. There you go, mate. And I'll I've never fact too, check you I've on that. I've watched too much YouTube. Also, shout out to our American <laughs> sports fans listening in. Um, anyway, so we have our final uh, random audition. I've got the contestants for you this week. You, how this goes? People haven't heard it before. Over the last four to six weeks, we have listened to blind uh, auditions of politicians talking, Mm -hmm. um, singing over a song, and we're trying to put together a boy band, a little nest egg for them for when they come out of politics. You know, we'll put them together in a boy band, and they'll take over the world. Exactly. We've pretty much already got the bad boy, the the dad guy. Adam Brandt. And just the real cool front man. Warren Snow. Snowy. Adam. A lot of people might know Adam Brandt from the local area. Fitzroy. Fitzroy member. I think... Nick Xenophon's team Xenophon from South Australia, and then Warren Snow. Team Xenophon. Oh, I can't remember how to pronounce it. It starts with L. Linguani or something like that. But <laughs> federal member of Linguani. <laughs> nice. Quote me on that. Uh, anyway, Lachlan, without further ado, let's hear the first contestant. You've got to choose one more for this boy band. One more. Comments by the national uh, comments by the prime minister uh, yesterday at his press conference. Uh, I have to say that in many instances they were, uh, they were, they caused further harm. I believe they were in many instances inept. Uh, that's and enough, thank you. Uh, Malcolm Turnbull? Incorrect. It is, that is... Not Malcolm Turnbull, mate. I mean, he was talking about the Prime Minister. He was like, Turnbull's Bill not Shorten. speaking in third person, is Bill he? Shorten? Not Billy Short. This isn't a guessing game. This it is, is not a guessing game. Break Look. him down for me. Uh, I... I feel like of all the contestants, he's the one that sounded most like... I thought he was the pres- the, um, prime-, <laughs> <laughs> the prime minister. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to turn my chair for him. You I turn actually it really straight off the, yeah. You know what? That's not a bad choice because a soothing tone. He, he holds himself well. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Is it? Well, you have selected uh, the 17th Deputy Prime Minister of Australia, most recently the Minister for Infrastructure... Oh. Barnaby Joyce. <laughs> Who is he's he? out of the... Is he out of the job? I think... I think I'm not sure at the job. moment, but if anyone needs this more than anything right now, it's Big it BJ. Barnaby. Um, obviously, I'll let you hear the other two because we've got them on here. Barnaby, you're you're in the boy band, mate. We'll be in touch with your people yep. uh, for in, the next audition stages. People. Let's hear the second one. Well, well, you're right. It's a very big budget. I mean, it's $440 billion a year. Um, which is a, a very large amount of resources and money that is given by taxpayers, we have to allocate that. I'm not going to lie, he sounds a bit tone deaf. <laughs> it's a lot of instrumentals going on in the background. Yeah, I'm not He's... turning for him. Who was that, Ice? Uh, I can't tell you. You didn't turn. Sorry. Okay. Oh, we're going to have a bonus round after this week, you reckon? Absolutely, mate. That's yes. the, the show works. The final contest. Well, it's, they're not, it's not the language I'd use, Tom, but... Well, the she point she's it. making, the point she's making, is not a point that Sarah's made on her own. It's a point that, in fact, the Attorney General mm-hmm. George Brandis made. It's a point that all the security and intelligence uh, agencies have made, and that is, when you divide people, particularly when you, you know what I love there, great performance. First, if this boy band were to perform country songs, that little Australian twang, twang. in his voice would just be perfect. I don't know who it was. But we'll have to wait to the bonus rounds, won't we? He's very relatable. I think I knew when you when you really pulled the trigger on Barnaby, who did give a good performance. I was a bit hesitant because of was it because it was a, number three. It was a familiar voice as well, Barnaby. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, true. I think for the bonus round, we may be able to kick someone out of the band. The swap. I think the swap is an actual move from the, the other TV show that we've never watched, obviously, no, because this is, is original, original content. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Lachlan, uh, we'll find out next week. At the moment, though, our boy band, our politician edition, The Voice Boy Band, consists of Nick Xenophon, Adam Bant, Warren Snow, Barnaby Joyce, as the four members of what's going to be Australia's greatest boy band, boy band since... Ooh, Forever. ACDC, yeah. a boy band, just a we'll band. We'll count them. Coming up after the break, though, we've got... Band. I hope you still got your glasses on, because it always gives it that special little effect. Don't Whatever have... it is, just like a slide, like the PowerPoint slide, or a little phase-out, the Thanos phase-out. 3D, Avengers I think it's reference. long enough. I think it's long enough that we can... Oh, we can talk it. Avengers. They all die. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Spoiler alert, that will never happen. Um... It wasn't really a spoiler, because it didn't happen. <laughs> How can you spoil something that doesn't exist? It's a... Uh... But I always say about my cooking. Should we start a philosophy show? I mean, Sin, if you want to get in touch with a philosophy show, we'd love to do that, obviously. I think we should approach them properly. On that account, Lachlan, this weekend, uh, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of our listeners will be heading on to social events, whether it be a, a party of sorts or a few beers watching the footy at your friend's house. We do that a fair bit, and there's nothing better than being at a party having the casual chit-chat conversation and pulling out an impressive story-slash-fact it sort of makes you the atten- the centre of attention. At You're the, the focal party. point. Uh, it makes you feel better. Um, not that you need praise from anyone else <laughs> to feel good. You just feel better yourself positive. But it's, it's also good to just make people crack up. You could also be awkwardly chatting to people mm. that you just don't know yet. You never know when what... you need a good story to sort of... It almost saves the awkwardness as well. But you know what's better? Telling a story and it comes back around to you from someone else. Is it better or worse because someone's stolen your story? I mean, if one, if someone steals one of these stories, it'll be fun to sort of pull the, well, actually, that story's not true because... It's one of our favourite segments. I'm going to play the intro here. I better believe it. Yes. Here we go. So we're going to tell a lie. Essentially, no, it's, it's just... It's not necessarily a lie. It's just a, a fact that isn't true. Um, exactly. Lux, hit it. So, Lux, has the earliest evidence in history on um, when the first ever straw, where the, where the straw originated from. Mm-hmm. The best evidence we have is actually is, is an image, an oil painting of Marie Antoinette, the French monarchist in the 1770s. And there's this oil painting, which is in the Louvre of all places in mm-hmm. Paris, um, of one of her parties. A, that's a good museum. <laughs> one of the most notable ones. Uh, one of her parties just have these massive, extravagant parties with all the monarchists of, uh, of France. And you can see in, in the painting, each women, each of the women have... Uh, a small metal straw in their goblets. And historians oh. have gone back and they've put it forward. The only reason for this is that the, the women's lipstick, the chemical in it, kept corroding the silver of the goblets. So they're like, how are we going to... This is damaging our precious goblets. So they invented the straw to keep the women from touching the rims of the uh, the goblet. Wow. I mean, it's it's, it's a, a lie, lie but, but it's good story. really good lie. That is a, there you go. What a fact. Funny you should say it because I've got a story for you as well. Wait, don't say it. Hit me. You know... We all go to school in Australia, and there's one thing that we, we just really hate. Worst part of school when you get in trouble is detention. In Australia, we didn't actually have detention until we saw the movie To Kill a, Bo- to Kill a Mockingbird, but not, not the book. The movie, the movie came itself. out here and premiered in Australia, and then they got the idea of detention from that, and the school starting adopted it here in Australia. Detention came out of To Kill a Mockingbird. What was that, yeah. 1960s? Yeah, it was actually... So, You're kidding you, me. Yeah, you guys... You have to thank America for that. Jeez, good on you, America. Yeah, nice well, one. I mean, it's a it's lie. It's a lie, but, but 
it's um, really good that? life. It's yeah, good to know, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys find yourselves in a situation, feel free to use them. It's and good styles. Anyway, coming up next, Lachlan, uh, you want to talk, get something off your chest, which is uh, always concerning for me. You're on week. 3D Radio with Lockie and Isaac. <laughs> Oh, you're just a little trickster, aren't you? It's got you, mate, getting people on their toes down at the... Uh... There's also a sister station here. If you're on a listen online, Sin Nation is always on awesome. as well. Awesome. Good to listen to. Good great content website. on there. It's awesome. Very cool. And follow Sin on Facebook and Twitter. They're, They're always, always doing good things. Always posting, keeping you up to date with music knowledge. Music music we just had a bunch of school kids in here next door. Yeah. Awesome. How good was that? Mucking around. Yeah. Well, I actually did that in, in Sin in year 10. Yeah, I was saying this. Before. Me, I'm from Albury. <laughs> bit of history here. Uh, and no, we did not have any of that. And I always wondered how the radio worked. And now you know. Well, you didn't learn in year nine, so you had an advantage on me. Shows I mean, you, well. you always used to come around the house and go, geez, like I know how the radio works. Not telling you. <laughs> in your head, it was just an assortment of strings and paper cups tied to various... Okay. I mean, Aubrey, mate. We, <laughs> we have computers. They shouldn't probably throw so much shade at the uh, country Victoria, considering we're from there. Uh, yes, yes. Lachlan. It's a stressful time for everyone. I know everyone who's, as you know, Sin is in RMIT. We let it disclose that. That's not ruining any people's facade. I think it's probably an attractive thing. It's not like the Batcave. People are finding out where Bruce Wayne lives. It is a little bit like the Batcave. It's underground. (laughs) And there's lots of English butlers. So riddle me that, mate. It's very Batcavey, if you ask me. Love you, Gerald. Uh, Yes. So we're at RMIT and everyone's stressed. Uni's just going. It's the busiest I've ever mm. seen it. Apart from week one, this is the busiest mm. busiest I've ever seen it because exams start next week. And I've been stressing out all week. The house, our housemates have been stressing Everyone's out. Everyone's on I edge. did a harmless pot plant <laughs> prank and just moved it up to the top corner where the girls couldn't reach it and all hell broke loose, and apparently. Quick, quick disclosure on the situation. Uh, one of our girl housemates has a lovely pot plant she puts in the living room. It sometimes gets in the way of the television viewing areas. Locke has a fun game where he moves it to different areas. Uh, it's still in the room. It's still in the room. It's almost like a ghost has moved it. Just a little inconvenient. And uh, our housemate, Luce, is getting a little bit more frustrated. And obviously everyone's stressed because of uh, our exams. And last night she gave me a very stern talking to about not siding oh. with you. Well, no. <laughs> Isaac, where has he moved the plant? She was just sitting on the couch. Oh, well, she hasn't spoke to me. So my passive-aggressive jokes all work. <laughs> not that they're meant to be like that. They're um, just meant to be harmless So what, do you, mate, what are you stressed about? Uh, it's just... It's just the fact of uni, and then you need a, an outlet to get rid of this sort of stuff. And one of my, you're lucky, you can sit down and watch play video games, but it's always in the back of your head. But, so when you go to sleep, yeah, it's all always there. So sometimes right. when I'm going to sleep, I like to write poems. And here's one for you. Okay. Wow. You have keys. When did you learn to play piano? It's called, I'm Conflicted. I'm conflicted. Do I put the bread in the fridge or leave it out? Do I fridge the butter or keep it smooth on the bench? Do I spend my last few dollars on a new white t-shirt? Do I buy an $100 white t-shirt that is just plain white? Do I really need yet another plain white t-shirt I'm conflicted I hope that helped a few people out there that are going through the same things right um, <laughs> um, 
Loth, I'm sorry if you like that, man. We'll, we'll talk about it in the song. Anyway, uh, you're listening to 3D Radio with Lockie and Isaac. Keep those red and blue cellophane goggles on because coming up next, it's about to get extraly three-dimensional. So I bet you thought, wow, it surely couldn't get any more three-dimensional than it already is, but it can, and it's coming up next. <laughs> you are listening to 3D Radio with Lockie and Isaac. Sin 90.7, Lachlan. We live in a technological world, do we not? Yes. As we view it in this room, it's almost as if I could touch each bit of this technological world. World, I can't. Uh, it's all just a visual effect. That's the beauty of 3D. But technology's got a lot more to answer for than just one pro, which is 3Dness, because there's a lot of cons, mate. Yeah. The things it's destroyed. Yeah, and I've got one word for you, Us. No ways. <laughs> there's something technology has just completely and utterly destroyed. Long of the days gone where I used to pull it out from mum's seat all old and yellow and just scrumpled up and flick open to a random page and go, <laughs> Mum, let's go there. And she goes, Lachlan, put it down. I told you the third time. Don't touch the Melways. I said, Mum, let's just go on an adventure. That was a three-year-old Lachlan. The, great impression, mate. I think the best <laughs> thing about Melways as well is I remember it always had like a, like a clear pocket protection because if you damage the Melways... Get, it you, did get damaged. You're getting lost. You were getting damaged. Surely they were expensive. I'm not sure, actually. I mean, I we think were, they were over a hundred dollars. That's ex- don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, no, but again, on the Melways, you were you were a young navigator. If you were in the front seat with your mum or dad, they'd pass you the Melways. I felt like I was a rally driver. Well, think of navigating. Really trying to think of the re- Burke and Wills. I felt like Burke and Wills. Mum was Burke. I was Wills. Both of us didn't have beards. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Who's that? Who have you been An researching? Actress. <laughs> I think she's in Blade Runner. As, as, just quickly on the topic of things technology technology has killed, spelling. Mate, I had to... I was on someone else's Instagram the other day doing a classic hilarious hack and I was trying to type a hilarious lengthy uh, Humans of New York-esque Always hilarious. Caption. Great, great mm-hmm. gag. Good staple gag. Uh, and she didn't have autocorrect. Mate, my spelling was atrocious. Seriously. Oh, little letters that slip away from your thumbs. I've got quite big thumbs. Just so I note, autocorrect, people that don't use it, God, they just must be smarter. Bold people. They are just, they are living each day to learn. Yeah, which we're just not. <laughs> not at all. Each day just to get by. Um, One thing it has also been killed by technology is the humble TV. Been around since early 1940s. Mate. Today, everything is online on Netflix. No one's it looking at TV. It has killed, honestly, Killed TV. No one thought that TV could die. TV, TV was untouchable, man. TV was untouchable. And look, it's been touched inappropriately. You know what? One thing that hasn't been touched inappropriately? Radio, mate. Radio. We're on the waves. Technology what looks at us up in our safe sort of haven up mm-hmm. on a higher Isaac's level. Pointing, <laughs> Again, thank you. 3D. <laughs> Use my words. Radio will never be touched by technology, mate, and that's the beauty of it because we're safe because what what can they do to radio live on air? What could they do to supp- supplement that? Oh, my gosh, podcast. What? No way. They No one knows what that is. Never, radio will never die. Never, mate. And that's the motto here at Sin. We're going to run for the next mayoral election. Radio, Radio will, will never, never die. die. That is our <laughs> slogan. We're officially adopting it here at Sin. Hey, that one is from their 2005 album, Spider Bait Greatest Hits. Aussie classic, I would say, also. It's probably on the album before that one, if it's the greatest hits. Sorry, Lockie's just mentally checking all the Spider Bait albums <laughs> in his head. That was actually, that was one we had on in the car when I used to use the Melways. Dad used to always play it. Sorry, we really need to move on. Um, I'm finding it hard what do you to let call, go of the railways. What do you call referencing the opposite of foreshadowing? 
you're shadowing something Foresight. you've already done. You know how foreshadowing we reference something Remember. that Remember. Remembering. <laughs> Lockie remembering the last segment very well. That was great, mate. <laughs> go, um, You've got a story for me, Isaac. I know, you don't like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. So this is, I think I'm going to enjoy this. I'm not a confrontational person. Um, and this is, this is just an example of someone doing a good deed for me. And unfortunately, I haven't got the heart to tell her that it's, it's a good deed from a good place. But unfortunately, it's a little bit askewed um, for the purpose it serves for me. It's okay. the lovely lady who's been making my coffee for the last four years at uni. Can I get an age? quickly uh, i'm gonna say she's probably 40 to 50 plus okay yep continue young worked in hospitality her whole life really friendly really really friendly great at what she does makes a great coffee mm-hmm. um i usually just order a straight latte pretty simple stuff nothing too fancy um and you know usually she'd been giving me a latte for three years this year she started giving me 50 cents off my product four bucks she gives me a flat fourie usually it's 450 it's mm-hmm. great uh and That's- i walk in the usual love, and I say, of course, because I'm not going to tell her, no, I'm up to uh, orange mojito or something. It's nine in the morning. I want the usual. The usual in her head is a cappuccino with one. Unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't got the heart to tell. How do I tell someone who's giving me free, cheap discounted the coffee? The a discount, yeah. Discounted coffee. Oh, sorry, actually, no, you've been doing this wrong. And it's been going on for so long you that... You just can't say anything. I can't say anything now because she'll be like, oh, my gosh, I've been doing this literally all year. And you haven't said anything. I'm so embarrassed. And I don't want to make her feel embarrassed. She's a lovely lady again. Her name escapes me, but that's okay because it's it's about the And might be why she's doing it. <laughs> Imagine that. It's like yeah. a revenge wrong coffee. I've got a similar thing at my work where they give me coffee, but I'm ordering for my boss. So every time they walk in now, when my boss isn't there, they start making me a coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're so not a I coffee get, drinker. You're a hot I chocolate kind of like guy. Co- so I get a, a random coffee, and I just have to—I have to find someone. And I go, I tell the, uh, my other workmates, oh, "I've shouted your coffee today." Oh, thanks, lot. So <laughs> they shout day. me back later. Dude, that's a win. A hundred percent. I do not mean to order the coffee at all. I wonder what the um. There must be some sort of um figure that you can go in and order enough coffees that the people start calling you a regular and giving you a discount. Surely there's a yeah. When do you become a regular? I don't know. I'd say it's a fair few visits. If your business has been going past the same coffee shop every day, you're laughing, mate. Give it, give it one year, free coffee for life. It's great. Hmm. Mm, that's good. That <laughs> Speaking of good deeds, my nan and you, my other nan, who is not your nan as well, no. is a classic. She, <laughs> every, it's comes from a warm place. She's like, it is from a warm place. For you. She knew, obviously, knew my dad through your. My dad. Because they're, <laughs> they're brothers, good. I've Stepping this forgotten. one out, mate. I forgot the family tree. And every time I go and see Isaac's grandma, Barb, she calls me my father's name. Which is hilarious. And she's honestly been doing Damien. it for... And you know what she also does? Recalls times back in, previously in her life. 50 years ago. You remember this person, Locke? And I've lived in Aubrey for 20 years. And I was not alive when that person was You alive, alive in the seventies as much as you would love to. I'm have sure been. everyone listening has a similar moment with their grandparents <laughs> or someone back home. Anyway, it's a it's a kind deed, but it's just a little bit askewed as to the uh the the, the appreciation we can give because it's not exactly what we needed. But Lachlan, coming up next we have got our favorite a favorite thing to give to our listeners every week and it's a little bit of a life lesson. Ken, is it all right if I tell a joke in life lessons? <laughs> In the life lessons. Do you want to tell it now? No, I'm going to tell it in okay. life lessons. <laughs> you can tell a joke. Do you okay. still want the Bambi music behind it? 
Yeah, yeah, but we'll do it after the break. Everyone stick around because Lockie has worked on a joke. I've just spoken about my... <laughs> 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 third person yourself. <laughs> Lock's very good, mate. Um, you preface, it's obviously the, coming up to an end of a show, which is sad for everyone. End of our 3D hour that people love so, so much better than their normal four-dimensional lives. Because you can nearly touch things in 3D, and that's the beauty of it. Look at us nearly touching right now. Let's see oh. if everyone can hear us high five. No, but we can't actually touch because it's three-dimensional, Lachlan. Come on, do some research, mate. Is that facts? Absolutely. Don't ever check mm, question me again. Facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Succulent facts. Earlier, though, just before we went to that song, I said I've been working on a joke. And it comes... I don't know where it came from. Yeah, our jokes are. They just come in the air. They come in your head. You've, re- you've, you've told me you've written a joke and you wish to do it instead of everyone's favourite segment, Life Lessons. I've got my Chinese bamboo flute here still. Do it's I play okay. it? It's okay. okay. There might be a life lesson in this joke. Do you want the long or the short version? Because I've worked both ways. Give, give, pardon me? Give me the long version. Will we be able to do the long version? We can do the long version. Okay. Do you want me to play the music behind you or not? No, no, that's all right. I'll okay. just tell, I'll tell you a joke. So you know how, um, you know, crickets can never have a favourite TV show or a favourite act tour. Because every time they come to Cricketsville, they sell, the show sells out. They might kill in the performance and there'll be a reviewer in the crowd and he'll be reviewing it, he'll write down the paper. And then Marge over in New York reads the paper and she goes, Oh, look at this review here, here Bob. Cricket, um, Jerry, Jerry's in performing in Cricketsville. Show was sold out, but all she could hear was, all they could hear was crickets. <laughs> That's actually not too bad. I mean, I think we'll, we'll run through it at home with a bit more delivery emphasis. And Very then, uh, stuffed up. That's okay. Yeah. I got that. Got the premise of it, mate. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, it's been an, awesome, oh, been an awesome show. Thanks so much for joining us. Next week, Lockdown, we have another jam-packed show. We finally are getting back in touch with our grandmother who... <laughs> Quite strongly suggested she didn't want to watch any more uh, of our Foxtel suggestion shows, but this week I've had in touch and she's going to open up her eyes to one more show on Foxtel. So tune in for that. Lachlan, good luck with your exams. It's been a stressful time. You too, eyes. Thanks, mate. I think you've only got one. Just the one, but mate, let's Good luck not... to everyone else out there for their exams. Always. And if you're not got exams, good luck for the weekend. Hope it's, it's good. good. Good luck in general. Anyway, 3D Radio, Lockie and Isaac, Sin 90.7. Our podcast is on iTunes, Lockie and Isaac. 3D Radio. If anyone's driving their kids home, get your kids to get out the mailways. I mean, get out your phone and Google the podcast. The old, the digital mailways. Uh, make sure you take your glasses off because everything will be very blurry and you'll be a bit dizzy. See you later, guys.